0: Welcome to Handful. Today is Friday, December 4th, and I'm your host, Izzy. Today, we're talking about black farmers in America. Since the abolition of slavery, black farmers in the American South have endured a long and arduous struggle to retain their land holdings. In 1910, black landowners owned roughly 15 million acres of farmland, primarily in the South. Today, that number has dwindled down to a mere 1.1 million acres. Over the past century, a myriad of federal programs marked by racist and discriminatory machinations forced 98% of black agricultural property owners off of their land, losses which amounted to 12 million acres. The federally sanctioned discrimination extracted billions of dollars from rural black communities, stripping black farmers of their land and livelihood. In 1946, Congress established the Farmers' Home Administration within the United States Department of Agriculture. This agency set out to ameliorate the financial strain of small farmers through loans and credit, specifically white farmers. The USDA delineated the responsibility of approving loans to locally elected all-white county committees during a time in which black people could not vote. This led to egregious acts of racial discrimination in the Deep South, specifically Mississippi, where black farmers were dispossessed of approximately 800,000 acres of land between 1950 and 1964. In 1965, the United States Commission on Civil Rights discovered that Southern loan authorities within the... Farmers Home Administration administered larger loans to white-owned farms than to black-owned farms. Discriminatory loan practices in tandem with outright acts of violence and intimidation created insurmountable debt and led to foreclosures, tax sales, and partition sales on black-owned lands. In 2000, the average price for an acre of land was 52 times greater than land prices at the turn of the 20th century. Through state-endorsed land theft, black farmers were systematically denied access to financial resources and were unable to reap the rewards of increasing property values, thereby eliminating a vehicle for wealth building amongst black Americans and exacerbating wealth inequality. Today, barriers to farmland acquisition and sufficient credit have proven to be cost prohibitive for young black farmers. In New York, the Black Farmer Fund provides capital financing for food entrepreneurs within the region to increase diversity within the sector, build community wealth and rebuild a racially just and sustainable food system. Additionally, Soul Fire Farm in Petersburg, New York, is an 80-acre community farm for Black and Indigenous people of color working towards eradicating racism and achieving food sovereignty. The farm trains young Black and Indigenous people of color to practice regenerative farming practices and equips them with the skills necessary to become farmers and food activists. Recently, U.S. Senators Cory Booker, Elizabeth Warren, and Kirsten Gillibrand introduced the Justice for Black Farmers Act. If passed, the landmark legislation would provide land grants of up to 160 acres to aspiring and eligible black farmers, fund agriculture education at historically black colleges and universities, and install an independent civil rights oversight board to ensure the USDA properly handles discrimination complaints, a practice they have routinely dismissed and neglected. Returning stolen land to Black and Latinx farmers is foundational in reducing our current dependence on industrialized agriculture and is vital to preserving our ecology. If you are searching for ways to help Black and Indigenous farmers, start by calling your representatives and encouraging them to support the Justice for Black Farmers Act. If you are in a position to donate, monetary contributions are greatly appreciated at Soulfire Farm and the Black Farmer Fund. That's the end of today's Handful. Handful is a production of Novel Hand, where activism meets impact. Check back Monday morning for our next episode.